Brighter Media Group original. Hey, what's up, guys? It's John. Thank you for joining and listening to the first podcast today, a daily pursuit to become more perceptive to what the Bible says. You ready to dive in? Let's do it. We're reading from the book of Malachi, chapter one, verses two and three. Let's do it. So as far back as I can remember, I got scolded at a young age whenever I used the word hate. You got that too. Or hate is such a strong word. You've heard that before, right? We're encouraged to choose love over hate. That sounds good, right? It gives us the warm fuzzies to choose love over hate. Is it shocking to you if I said that God has hated before? Does that turn you off to your understanding of God? Does it make you question everything? How can a God of love hate? Well, you're not alone if you think that. And we're actually going to examine that in today's verses in Malachi. So first, let's actually prepare for our reading by understanding what we're reading, who wrote it, when it was written, why it was written. Context is a beautiful thing, and it really is so integral to this podcast. We have to read the Bible contextually. Otherwise, we're just you know being irresponsible. A lot of damage can be done. So Malachi is the book we're in today. It's actually the last book of the Old Testament. And by the time we finish this book, we find that all was not well for the people of God during the final period of history recorded in the Hebrew scriptures in Malachi. It was written around Uh, 425 B.C. by the prophet Malachi, who was urging the nation to maintain a faithfulness to God. The exile of both Israel and Judah to foreign lands had come and gone, but the people continued to suffer. This great restoration that was foreseen by Moses and the other prophets had not occurred. The Jews still remained servants to the Persians, Israel was a province in the Persian Empire this time. They were highly taxed. They worked hard. They had little to show for it. So in that context, you can understand why it was easy for them to be discouraged and to doubt that God loved them. So God sent Malachi to remind them, to remind us too, that um, God is patient, that God loves us, and that we have an opportunity for forgiveness and for security. Now, after this point, there would be a period of silence from God, and the next prophet after Malachi that would be sent was John the Baptist, who came shortly before Jesus. So knowing that, let's dive in. Let's read from the book of Malachi. It's chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. I'm going to first read from the ESV, and then to just give us a different Uh, I guess flavor on it. I'll read from the message as well. I have loved you, says the Lord. But you say, how have you loved us? Is not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord. Yet I have loved Jacob, but Esau I have hated. I have laid waste to his hill country and left his heritage to jackals of the desert. And here's the message version. God said, I love you. You replied, really? How have you loved us? 
Look at history. This is God's answer. Look at how differently I've treated you, Jacob from Esau. I loved Jacob and hated Esau. I reduced pretentious Esau to a molehill, turned his whole country to a ghost town. How can a God of love hate? As I was studying this, I learned that it's important to understand how hate is translated, right? So I examined the Hebrew terms for hate. The Old Testament actually uses two words that translate to hate. Sane, spelled S-A-N-E, and maas, uh, that's spelled M-A apostrophe A-S. And they only differ slightly in meaning. In fact, some of the Old Testament writers used them interchangeably. They both express an intense emotional displeasure. But as I was looking at other parts of the Bible that use that word hate, I saw that hate more often than not had to do more with priorities than emotions. This is what I mean. For example, so the story of Joseph um, in Genesis when his brothers hated him, it had more to do with the birthright and favoritism. Uh, That's how it was treated in ancient cultures in that region. So a clearer example uh, may even be that story of Esau and Jacob. Esau despised his birthright when he chose a bowl of soup over his covenant blessing. Yeah, that's a real thing. It happened in Genesis 25 if you want to go back and read it and understand that story. Esau didn't have an intense negative emotion about his birthright. He didn't hate it. It was more about priority. There's also other examples of Jesus saying that to follow him, you'd have to hate money, you'd have to hate your family, and you have to hate even your own life. Of course, Jesus wasn't implying that we treat people cruelly. He was talking about prioritization, choosing other things instead of him. The book of Malachi was a warning to the nation of Judah, who defiled the temple by offering substandard sacrifices and keeping the best livestock for themselves He accused the priest of despising their covenant blessing, much like Esau despised his birthright. So he recalled the story of Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, and Esau, whose descendants formed the nation of Edom. Malachi drew this parallel. Jacob prized the covenant, so God promised to rescue Israel. Esau despised the covenant. And in that promise, God promises to condemn Israel. So in this context, does a loving God hate? Yeah. God's hatred, his act of choosing one over another, is absolutely righteous and utterly just. And today's passage, to me, actually reveals love. When asked for proof of his love, God reminds them and is reminding us today of our election, so to speak. If we prize our relationship with God, if we put it first above all other relationships and things and stuff, God will choose us as his most treasured possession. Maybe you're at a point or a time in your life to where you don't feel like you're prioritizing your relationship with God. 
and that's okay. Um, I've, I've been there too. Maybe this is a time to reflect on that relationship and take the time to think about how you can prioritize it or how you can maintain that or how you can um, prepare yourself from potential pitfalls or snares that would cause you to get off focus and to, to be confused and to doubt. All in all, trust God with all of it today. Prioritize that relationship. Meditate on what was revealed in today's verse. Pray to God. We'll take a minute or so and then um, we'll reflect and come back on the other side. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for checking it out today. So glad you're here. I hope it has brought you value. If you've been listening for a while, uh, thank you for sticking with it. Um, I hope it is continuing to bring you value as well. If it has, would you consider leaving a rating and a review on the podcast and Apple podcast specifically? That helps the podcast grow. It helps more people see it. Um, And it also really gives context to those who are discovering the podcast for the first time, help them know what they can expect from the podcast. So I've been doing this thing where I've been actually reading some of the reviews, giving you a little cosign, a little shout out uh, to give you uh, some props. And today's review comes from Lee's mom. (laughs) That's the name here. The title is Versus. Uh, Just what I need for everyday living. I can't go a day without it. It's also a guide to reading the Bible because he gives a verse or two for every episode. God bless you and God bless this podcast. Amen. Thank you so much, Lee's mom. I hope to uh, meet you one day and learn your real name. But thank you for leaving the review. If you would like to read a review, you might hear yours in the next podcast. So make sure you do that. If you want more information on not just the podcast, but where I get my information from and how I do my studies and what resources I use. Those are linked in the show notes as well as a place for you to uh, ask any questions that you have. I've gotten a bunch of questions in the past couple of days that are so good uh, and so um, not just worth answering, but so important um, that those will be answered in some bonus episodes. So questions you have about the Bible, questions you have about Christianity, a verse you want included in, in a future episode, all of that is linked in the show notes. So check that out. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of your day and that you can make hope louder today. That's so important. Do that and we will talk tomorrow. Peace. Peace.